0: Salam Salaam from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach, Ethiopia update from the 15th of September, 2022. Here's a quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. Now we start the new Ethiopian year with some great news. On Sunday, the 11th of September, the first day of 2015 in the Ethiopian calendar, the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, said that it was open to holding peace talks with the federal government. The broker would be the African Union, or AU. The TPLF said in its press release that Getachurida and Tasakan Gabretza will represent the front in the negotiation and is ready to send them to the table immediately. A few days ago, on Friday the 9th, the U.S. Special Envoy to the Horn of Africa, Ambassador Mike Hammer, met with Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Foreign Affairs Demeke Mekonnen and the Prime Minister's National Security Advisor, Ambassador Redwan Hussein and talked about the war. Ambassador Hammer also met with TPLF's chairman, Debretsion Gebre michael The next day, on Saturday the 10th, he sat down with the AU's chairman, Musa Gufaki Mohamed, and agreed to hold peace talks facilitated by the AU. Now, the UN Human Rights Council Commission of Experts that were brought together to investigate human rights violations in the war issued a statement expressing its concern and urge for peace talks. However, this did not sit well with Ethiopia's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and on Friday the 9th, the ministry said that the commission's statement was irresponsible and unacceptable because it did not mention the TPLF was responsible for resuming the war. The government believes that the commission talks about the human rights to hide that they are siding with the TPLF. Now, the TPLF is in more controversy after reports came out in the first week of September that the front was stealing food that was sent to Tigray to feed civilians in hunger. The Ethiopian National Defense Forces found food stocked in the TPLF's hideout, which had the United States Agency for International Development, or USAID, logos on the packaging. The USAID took note of it and tweeted last week on Tuesday the 6th that they took these allegations seriously and that it will investigate the matter. Now, this isn't the first time the TPLF has allegedly stolen supplies. As a few weeks back in the front, Took half a million liters of oil from the World Food Program's warehouse in Michele, the capital of Tigray. Speaking of international organizations, on Friday the 9th, the World Bank also said that it is concerned about the war, but that it is determined to strengthen its relation with Ethiopia. The World Bank said that it will aid the country to fulfill basic services such as education, food security, clean water, and environmental protection. Now, the National Dialogue Commission was established last year to facilitate talks regarding matters that divide Ethiopians. On Friday the 9th, the Commission's Chairman Professor Mesfin Raya, called on all groups that are fighting, the TPLF, the government, the Aroma Liberation Army, among others, to lay down their arms. The Chairman added that the Ethiopian public is tired of wars and conflicts, that they crave peace, and that they know guns won't bring it. He urged armed groups to have a peaceful dialogue via the Commission. Now, let's move on to some economic news. The National Bank of Ethiopia, or NBE, said that it has amended the foreign exchange directive, which prohibits using foreign currency as money. The amended directive also prohibits carrying or giving foreign currency without obtaining a permit from the bank. Now, the NBE's governor, Dr. Yeneger Desi, signed the directive, which took effect on Monday the 5th. The new law also mandates foreigners and Ethiopians who live abroad that have brought more than 10,000 U.S. dollars in cash to notify custom authorities and open a new bank account. For locals, the maximum is $4,000. The amended directive also obliges people leaving or entering the country to carry less than $3,000 per, about $60. Now in some tragic news, The Ministry of Foreign Affairs revealed on Thursday the 8th that the head of the office of the Deputy Prime Minister, Abiy Atremm, passed away. This week, many people were also mourning the death of Queen Elizabeth II. Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed tweeted the day after her death, expressing his condolences on behalf of the government and the Ethiopian people. This week, though, Abiy was in Kenya to attend the inauguration ceremony of the country's new president, William Ruto. Abiy's National Security Advisor, Redwan Hussein accompany the PM. President Ruto, in his inaugural speech, said that he will further strengthen efforts made by the departing president, Uhuru Kenyatta, to initiate peace talks between the Ethiopian government and the TPLF. After attending the inauguration ceremony, Prime Minister Abiy took off to another neighboring country, Djibouti. And during his stay, Abiy was awarded the 2022 Laureate of the Global Islamic Finance Award, for his efforts in reforming Ethiopia's finance sector by making it more inclusive. On that note about the PM's press secretary, Beleni Sayoum, said that Ethiopia will host the first-ever Pan-African Artificial Intelligence Conference. It will be held on the 4th of October at the New Art and Science Museum, which is a state-of-the-art facility built just outside the National Palace. If you're an Addis, then, and you would like to attend the conference, you can register with the link in the show notes. Now, speaking of tech, Safario, Safaricom, Ethiopia's only private telecom services provider started its pilot program in two more cities. Now, a few weeks ago, we told you the company rolled out its services in Dire Dawa. Now, Safaricom has set up shop in two of the biggest cities in the country, Bardar and Adma. The company said that the customers can buy SIM cards from their stores and make national or local calls, use internet data, and send or receive text messages. If you'd like to contact Safaricom's customer service, dial 700. Still on the topic of new companies, Jebdu Motors Share Company inaugurated a new factory it built in Debrezet, The cost over 130 million birr, or 2.5 million U.S. dollars. The factory manufactures and assembles machinery for farms, including pumps for irrigation. The Oromia Region's president, Shimlas Abdisa, was present at the inauguration ceremony. After which, more than 16,000 pumps were given to farmers. And more on business news. As the Ethiopian Airlines has finished building yet another hotel. This new hotel is physically connected to the Bole International Airport's that recently completed Terminal 2. Now, the project was launched almost two years ago in December 2020, and the airline CEO, Tasu said that the currently only 40 rooms are available, and more than 50 are under construction as part of the second phase of the project. The airline also has a five-star hotel just outside of the airport called Ethiopian Skylight, which will manage the new and terminal hotel. Now let's close this edition with some sports news. Last season's Ethiopian Premier League winner St. George managed to kick a rare win against Sudanese team Al-Hilal in the preliminary stages of the Confederation of African Football's Champion League, which is like the African version of the UEFA Champions League. Now the match was held at the Bardar International Museum on Sunday the 11th. St. George's midfielder Chernet Guxa scored both goals and ensured victory for the most decorated football team in Ethiopia. St. George and al Hilal will meet again for the second leg match in the weekend. And that's it for this week. Now, did you know that we do some other stuff apart from these updates? One of them we call our zines. They're a way that you can put up to 16,000 words of text on your computer and turn them into a charming little booklet to carry around in your back pocket. It's hard to describe, but if you like zines or dislike screens, but have stuff you want to read, go over to Rorschach.com and click r on the top menu or head to the link in our show notes. Try it out. It's free. And let us know what you think at podcast at Ciao.